Welcome to the Star and Times podcast, where we take you behind the news each week. I'm your editor, Danielle Gordon-Broom, and joining me today is reporter photographers Jeremy Bergen and Jackie Lummix. The federal election has been the hot topic the last few weeks, and it all came to a head on Monday night. So as most people have heard by now, our local riding of Dauphin, Swan River, Nipah, elected conservative candidate Dan Mazur. And at the federal level, it was Justin Trudeau that won a second term as prime minister, albeit a minority government. This is despite the fact that Andrew Scheer actually got the won the popular vote, not that the popular vote actually elects leaders in this country with the first-past-the-post system. The results show, however, that Canada is, is greatly divided with the map, at least showing large swaths of blue across the prairie provinces and uh, lots of red concentrated in the uh, more urban centers. But that doesn't tend to be uh, different from the usual. No, not at all. There's uh, There's been a lot of social media fallout in the days following, it seems mostly from uh, those of us in the West. Yes, uh, I think more than ever, at least in, the, in my lifetime, this is the most divided I've seen Canada when it comes to an election. There doesn't seem to be a clear mandate for Justin Trudeau at all with only, oh, I believe the number was 33% of the popular vote and uh, not even half of the seats. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how this government is held to account and works with others, whether it be a coalition with the NDP as previously stated by Jagmeet Singh, or case-by-case votes. It really seems to be a bit of a changing time, and I guess we'll really only see over the next uh, four years, but we've often, you know, historically there's been a lot of uh, separatist movement coming out of Quebec, but now we're seeing a lot more of that coming out of the West with the the Wexit, that uh, movement is that's happening. I guess we'll see if that picks up or kind of settles down over the next little while. It's definitely been talked about a lot uh, over the last few years or most throughout most of the term. Um, and we'll see if it actually uh, picks up steam with a uh, new Trudeau government. So bringing this back kind of to a, a local level, I think what uh, many people don't realize is that our, our newspaper actually gets put together on Mondays and goes to, to print the B section on Monday afternoon. And we complete the new section, the A section, uh, after that. And that gets sent in and gets printed first thing on Tuesday morning. So to bring you accurate and timely coverage of an election that's held on Monday night makes things really difficult for us. So what we uh, did this week is we actually held back page A2 from going to print we were lucky enough to have one of our owners out of Dauphin headed down to Nipua to attend uh, Dan Mazur's campaign gathering. So he was actually able to snap some photos with his phone and send them in. And then we just had to wait for results. With polls not closing till 8.30, results come in pretty late. And it was nearly midnight by the time we felt comfortable with doing up the content that was going to appear in the paper. Luckily, we work as a team, and even though it was so late, I was able to actually post what I had written up in our group chat that we have going on and get my fellow uh, reporters to edit that up for us so that we could get you the most up-to-date information possible. 
So this time of year is when we really start to get busy. There's lots of events happening in the community leading into the holiday season, especially with sports. Yes, the SVRSS boys and girls soccer teams both attended provincials in Minnedosa and capped off an amazing season last weekend. The pitches were not in good conditions, and it was a real-life slip-and-slide out there for them, from my understanding. The girls were in a tough and very competitive race where any team could have taken the championship. Unfortunately, they didn't make it that far, but they put up a good fight and showed their skills, making their coach and hometown proud. The boys had an interesting tournament. In a case of bad refing and tempers flying, it got away from them, ending up in fourth place. But this season in general has been a great one for them. They broke numerous records in their season play. It'll be interesting to see what they can pull off next year. They have five of their major players graduating. I know one for sure has agreed to play soccer in university, but they have some great rookies on the team looking to fill those shoes. Austin Terry, for one, was a player that broke records, and it was only his first year being eligible to play for the high school. For all the information on their tournament play, you can check that out on B9. In our news portion of the coverage, I also had the privilege of attending the Swan Valley Communities That Care annual Spooktoberfest, and it was one of the best I've been to yet. My daughter, that I say is scared of her own shadow, went through Friday night and thought it was great. She was so happy, there was no nightmares, I almost felt like a little bit of a wuss that I had enlisted backup and one of my best friends to come with me Saturday. But let me tell you, I needed it. It was such a great event and so well organized. Kudos to the organizations that came together to put it on. You can see all the photos from that event on A10. In my portion of the news coverage, I talked with the new healthcare providers at the Swan Valley Primary Care Center. Uh, there's, uh, there's a new doctor, Dave Kazakov. Uh, he's from, he said he grew up in the White Beach area and he just will start his practice tomorrow, actually. Then there's also a nurse practitioner, Rachel Dahl. She just recently received her accreditation as a nurse practitioner, and she's excited to begin her practice in the primary care center. It's great to see local medical talent returning to the area to practice as, as we create opportunities that allow our residents to return to the places where they grew up. Also on my plate was the town of Swan River this week. There was a delegation from local residents who had a great idea to utilize some of the upcoming Manitoba 150 grants to build a new concession stand at Swan River Legion Park, and it'll be exciting to see that develop. Excellent. So this week we have a big list. We're working on a bunch of pieces to promote upcoming events, things like Community Foundation of Swan Valley Cultural Gala, a speaker with the Crisis Center, and the annual Rotary Radio Auction, just to name a few. I'll be talking about the North Mountain Riders, the one of the local snowmobile clubs. They're redoing some of their shelters out in the Porcupine Mountains. And I'll also be talking about the ongoing conflicts going on at Swan Valley West. I'm diving right back into football. The last season game for SBRSS Seniors Tiger football team was on Sunday, and it was a great game. Both teams went into it undefeated, so the tension and excitement were at a high level. No one knows more than you, Danielle, with all your work with Stampeders. When you spend time photographing a team, you catch yourself getting a little bit invested. At the start of the season, you're just there to do your job, and by the end, you're on the sidelines cheering like anyone else. I brought the kids with me since they're close with a couple players on the team, and it was just a great game. The team was excited, the crowd was excited. It was a proud moment for the SVRSS for sure. The team left the regular season undefeated after that win, and will now be going on to the semifinal game on Saturday. Head to B2 in this week's paper for a full recap. Kickoff is at 1pm, so if you're looking for something to do, make sure that's it. 
These boys and girl deserve pack sidelines cheering them on after the season they've put forward. With how busy we can get here at the Star and Times, I really appreciate the events that we can bring our families with us to. And this weekend, we're very excited for the home opener of the SBRSS Tigers hockey team. They're facing off against Roblin Friday night at the Swan River Centennial Arena, with the game starting at 7.30. One of the other things in the works is a feature on the annual Calico Corners craft sale, which has been running for 40 years now. Yes, this is definitely a can't-miss event for me. With so many home-based businesses and artists in one place, I'm going to be able to knock a few off my Christmas list and feel good doing so, knowing I'm supporting local and my family members will cherish their beautiful handmade gifts. Yeah, there's so many great young entrepreneurs that come out and support these craft sales now in our in our community. It's While we can still get all that handmade, the, the knitting and the crocheting and all that stuff that we love to get there, there's also some really great stuff coming out of places like, you know, Jagged Little Pillows, Cindy Miles Designs, the littlest things to name a few. There's also a few local jam and jelly makers that I always like to go pick up a few specialty flavors that I can't usually get in the store. For sure. And speaking of food, they also have a, a delicious lunch there every year. That lunch is just another added support for ACL that hosts the event. They uh, do so many wonderful things with the, the individuals that use their service in our community. Well, that's all for this week. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us through your favorite podcast listening app. The number of available services is still growing. So if you can't find us, please visit the host site of anchor.fm slash svstar.